Welcome to the Code Karate AI podcast, where we highlight recent news and tools in the world of artificial intelligence. Close your eyes and imagine for a second. We are now standing in a room in Santa Clara, California, where six and a half foot tall machines humming behind white cabinets mark the birth of a new AI supercomputer. Operational since last month, this brainchild of Silicon Valley startup Cerebrus houses chips that redefine the norm. They are 56 times larger than a typical AI chip and pack the power of hundreds of traditional chips. Built specifically for AI company G42, this supercomputer is destined to develop and power AI products for the Middle East. Cerebrus CEO, Andrew Feldman, states that the creation of such a colossal, dedicated AI supercomputer presents an opportunity to conduct AI work at a faster pace, with less energy and lower cost. We are amidst an AI boom that has spiked demand for computing power and AI chips. Tech behemoths like Microsoft, Meta, and Google, along with a swarm of startups, have hurriedly launched AI products. This rush has sparked a wild hunt for more technologies to feed the growing AI appetite. NVIDIA, the leading producer of AI-powering chips, experienced a surge in demand for its graphics processing units, GPUs, so intense that its quarterly sales exceeded Wall Street estimates by more than 50% catapulting its market value above $1 trillion. Consequently, many tech giants are developing their own chips to satiate this hunger. In the midst of this scramble, chips are poised to significantly influence the balance of power among tech companies and potentially nations. There are concerns within the Biden administration about China's advancing AI capabilities being a potential national security threat, spurring considerations of restrictions on the sale of AI chips to the country. It's worth noting that AI supercomputers aren't a novelty, with NVIDIA having built them before. However, it's rare for startups to tread this path. Cerebrus, founded in 2016 by Feldman and four engineers, has raised $740 million with the aim of accelerating AI development. Its achievement of creating the claimed largest computer chip in 2019 has allowed it to train AI systems up to 1,000 times faster than existing hardware. Interestingly, the Abu Dhabi-based G42 leveraged Cerebrus system to train an Arabic version of ChatGPT. In May, it commissioned Cerebrus to build a network of supercomputers across the globe. Despite the insatiable demand for GPUs, Cerebrus' available and cost-effective technology enabled it to build the supercomputer for G42 in just 10 days. Cerebrus intends to construct two more supercomputers for G42 in Texas and North Carolina within the next year, and subsequently, six more across the globe. This expanding network is referred to as the Condor Galaxy. Challenging NVIDIA's dominance won't be a cakewalk, considering AI model builders' familiarity with NVIDIA's software. While many startups have tried and failed to penetrate the AI chips market, Cerebras remains hopeful. According to Feldman, many AI businesses do not want to be locked in with NVIDIA alone, and there is a global demand for other powerful chips like those from Cerebrus. This promising endeavor by Cerebrus underscores the soaring demand for AI development and shows us the way towards a future where tech startups could potentially bring paradigm shifts in AI technology. An AI term you should know about. Today, we will focus on a class of artificial neural networks known as recurrent neural networks, or RNNs. RNNs are unique in that they establish connections between nodes in such a way that creates a cycle. 
This allows output from some nodes to influence the subsequent input to the same nodes, leading to temporal dynamic behavior. Originating from feedforward neural networks, RNNs can utilize their internal memory to process variable length sequences of inputs. This makes them perfect for tasks such as unsegmented connected handwriting, recognition, or speech recognition. Now we typically differentiate two classes of networks, recurrent neural networks with an infinite impulse response and convolutional neural networks with a finite impulse response. Both can showcase temporal dynamic behavior, but a key difference is that a finite impulse recurrent network can be unrolled and replaced with a strictly feed-forward neural network, while an infinite impulse recurrent network cannot. Interestingly, both types of recurrent networks can have additional stored states, directly controlled by the neural network itself. These controlled states, also known as gated memory, form part of long short-term memory networks, LSTMs, and gated recurrent units, sometimes referred to as feedback neural networks, FNN. Now let's take a short trip down the memory lane of RNNs. The first RN architecture that didn't learn was the Ising model by Wilhelm Lenz and Ernst Ising in 1925. This was made adaptive by Shunichi Amari in 1972, and later named the Hopfield Network in 1982. A significant milestone came in 1993 when a neural history compressor system solved a task that required more than 1,000 subsequent layers in an RNN unfolded in time. Let's now turn our attention to long, short-term memory, or LSTM, networks. Invented by Hochreiter and Schmidhuber in 1997, LSTM networks set accuracy records in multiple application domains. Starting around 2007, they began to revolutionize speech recognition, with LSTM significantly improving large vocabulary speech recognition and text-to-speech synthesis. Furthermore, LSTM networks have broken records for improved machine translation, language modeling, multilingual language processing, and automatic image captioning, when combined with convolutional neural networks. RNNs come in a variety of architectures, each with its unique properties and application areas. There are fully recurrent networks, Elman and Jordan networks, Hopfield networks, bidirectional associative memory, echo state networks, independently recurrent networks, NDRNN, and recursive networks, just to name a few. Then, we have specialized types like the Neural History Compressor, an unsupervised stack of RNNs that learns to predict its next input from the previous inputs. We also have LSTM, a deep learning system that avoids the vanishing gradient problem, and gated recurrent units, GRUs, introduced in 2014, that show a similar performance to LSTM, but with fewer parameters. Other variants include bidirectional RNNs, continuous time RNNs, hierarchical RNNs, recurrent multilayer perceptron networks, and multiple timescales models. We also see intriguing additions like neural Turing machines, which extend RNNs by coupling them to external memory resources, and differentiable neural computers, an extension of neural Turing machines that allow for the usage of fuzzy amounts of each memory address and a record of chronology. Last but not least, let's touch upon the training of these networks. The training of the weights in an RNN can be modeled as a nonlinear global optimization problem, and the popular method to achieve this is through gradient descent. Developed in the 1980s and early 1990s, gradient descent can minimize the error term by changing each weight in proportion to the derivative of the error with respect to that weight, provided the nonlinear activation functions are differentiable. AI tool of the day. 
Today, we dive into the exciting world of generative AI chatbots with an up-and-coming startup called Perplexity AI. This promising newcomer is making significant strides, adding innovative features to their chatbot platform, and continually refining their mobile app and browser extension interfaces. Perplexity AI's most noteworthy update is the introduction of an image search feature. This functionality allows Perplexity's AI to go beyond text-based answers, using pictures and videos to respond to questions about people and places. These images can be viewed directly in the search results, while videos appear as buttons, streamlining the process by playing directly within the Perplexity interface. This innovative feature is now live on the company's website, and plans are in place to roll it out to mobile apps soon. Another exciting update to Perplexity's functionality includes the ability to edit the titles of search threads for improved organization. This adjustment harmonizes with the updated design of Perplexity's Chrome extension and iOS app. Notably, the mobile app has also received a significant upgrade, bringing it in line with many features of the web portal, such as thread syncing, language defaults, and performance upgrades. The company even streamlined its web presence by shortening the website's URL to a succinct pplex.ai, HTTP pplex.ai. But that's not all. Both the mobile and web versions of Perplexity are teasing at plans for more personalized AI experiences through the AI Profile Creation button. A glimpse into Perplexity's vision for the future is now available through Perplexity Labs, a digital experimental ground where the company and its users can test new ideas. The first project to emerge from Perplexity Labs is LlamaChat, a chatbot built on Meta's freshly released Llama2 AI model. Despite the model being introduced just this week, Perplexity was quick off the mark, securing access to it and using its inference engine to produce a new generative AI chatbot within a single day. To quote Perplexity CEO Aravind Srinivas, you can now view answers for queries related to people, places, and things, with images and videos rendered in addition to the existing rich formatted text. We're excited to announce Perplexity Labs as a playground for future experiments, the first of which is LlamaChat fully powered by Perplexity's LLM inference engine. If you liked this episode, please send a link to someone that should know about it. Thanks for listening to the Code Karate AI podcast. Make sure to sign up for our newsletter at codekarate.com and follow us on Twitter at Code Karate for more AI content. Until next time.